Hey, Lance Gabbard. What's up, Jimbo? Not much. We were just chatting a little bit before this, and and honestly, we probably should have recorded that whole thing because that was probably going to be better than the entire podcast. But so uh, we were talking about what you do. You're you're in real estate, and honestly, I don't know much about it. I think you're either in southern Utah or somewhere in Arizona. Arizona, man. Yeah, I live in. Uh, I mean, the close everything's basically considered uh, Phoenix out here, but yeah. I stay in a suburb uh, called Gilberts, yeah, uh, Arizona. Uh, I'm, I focus uh, mainly on residential resale uh, out here, but my scope of work goes a little bit bigger than that. You know, I can do you know, land sales, uh, new builds, things of like, you know, things of that nature. But uh, my my biggest focus is res- residential resale for sure. Hmm. So what is about 112 out there today? Uh, yeah, it is actually. Hey, that's, <laughs> that, that was a good guess. Up. Got to 119 yesterday. Yeah, it uh, it gets a, a little bit warm out there. My wife is from Phoenix, the Phoenix area. Hmm. So, um, what Prescott, part? Prescott Valley. Oh, okay. Yeah, very beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we uh, last about a year and a half ago, we stayed in Black Canyon City for about a month and a half. Oh man. Yep. That's yeah. perfect. I know. We we. we Everything going on, we need to make a trip up there, though. It'll probably be a nice little getaway right now. So. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous up there. You know, it, people people laugh about it being a dry heat, but it's there's something about that desert heat that's just actually fabulous. You know, it is, man. I'm originally from Atlanta, so I know both sides of it. You know, I spent a little little time in North Carolina too, not too far from you over there in Hickory. And, uh, you know, I, I much rather have, uh, the one nineteens than, uh, 90 degrees and 130% humidity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's terrible out here. It's, it's nasty right now too. Yep. So yep. We, we, uh, we really love the West and eventually we're going to resettle out there at some point. Good. Yeah, you should. I, I, I just came out here on a whim, man, to help my mom for a little bit. It was supposed to be a six-month trip, and I've been out here 16, 17 years. So. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's, it's gorgeous country. It really is, and, and there is everything in the world to do in Phoenix. There is, yeah, and you're only a couple hours away from different different types of scenery, whether you go south, east, west, or north. So. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It. it People think that it's all desert out there, but it's it's really not. You head north and you get you get cold weather. Yeah, um, you know, it can there can be snow on the ground, and you drive a few hours and you're in high desert. So. Yep. No, it's beautiful. I mean, the landscape out here, uh, and that's what I thought when I first moved out here way back when. I didn't even know they had mountain, you know, mountains and cold weather yeah. and stuff like that. It's just all kinds of places to explore. Yeah, it's it's oh. it's a it really is a beautiful state. It's, it is. Love, love Arizona. Love that area. I've never really been too far south in Arizona. A little, little worried about that. That's that might be a little too hot for me. Well, uh, Tucson. Uh, if you're from Phoenix, I'm sure your wife probably knows this too. But you, when you drive through Tucson, they say you just uh, you hold your breath. Yeah. So yeah. It's a. It's a. They. You know, nobody really likes to to go that far south. So you're not missing anything. Yeah, we. Uh, I think we drove through Tucson, and that's all we did was drive through with the windows rolled up and the air conditioning on. Because, <laughs> yep, it's brutal. Yeah. So, cool. Well, I've got ten questions for you. Um, pick a number between one and five. Three. All right. Question. Question set three. 
we'll rip through these and then after that we'll chop it up and, and see what else you got all right awesome all right number one if you could change one thing about your appearance what would it be my appearance huh hmm Hmm. Hey, it's okay to say your sugary tits too. Dang it, we, we haven't even gotten into sugary tits yet. <laughs> I figure we're gonna save the best for last, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we gotta keep, we gotta hook people in early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe my like smile and teeth. I don't know. Maybe I wish I had a little bit straighter teeth. Yeah, me too. Mine. The older I get, the more crooked they get. So. Yeah, yeah. Same here. What are you gonna do? Yeah. All right, number two, what is the best toy of all time? Oh man, that would be uh, for me. I was a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, fan, so it'd be I had the uh, had the uh, the big sewer, the big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sewer back in the day, nice. and uh, you know I used to spend hours with that. So that's that's definitely one of my most memorable favorite toys growing yeah. up. Have you noticed that action figures have gotten lamer? They have, and I think they're poorly made too. Yeah, they're terrible, but and expensive. expensive. <laughs> That's the thing; they're cheaper quality, and uh, you know, uh, hit the pocket a little bit harder. Yeah, we need yeah. to find quality action figures. That's that. I need to write a note here. So, okay, number three. What is the most meaningful thing to you? My family. Hmm. Cool. So, I, I'm assuming you're a married man with chillings. Uh, not married yet, but we do have kids together, um, and we're definitely a very tight tribe over here. And uh, you know, it's important for us to to fill this home with love. So that's definitely the most meaningful thing to me, for sure. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, number four, do you keep a journal? I do. Yep, right here. Nice. Very cool. Yes. You're. Uh, you're. Actually, the, the second person I've asked that question to, and both people actually, they keep manual journals, which is amazing. Oh, awesome. Yeah, every every morning, now, I'm not always diving my thoughts in there. Sometimes the day gets away from me, and quite honestly, I don't always, uh, you know, feel like writing at the end of the night. But every morning, I do wake up and write at least five things that uh, I'm grateful for. Nice. To try and anchor the day in a positive manner. Yeah. How how long have you been? How, have you had that practice? Uh, a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? How how quickly did you notice a, a difference in your life doing that? I would say probably after a month or so, I really started seeing it take an effect on my day and me being, you know, at least at least approaching the day and entering the day when it was time to get going at a little bit different mindset. So. Cool. That's yeah. cool. Yep. Nice. Um, could you, number five, could you eat three pounds of your favorite food in one sitting? Oh, easily. Okay. Easily. What's your favorite food? And that'd be a ribeye steak. Bring it on. A now, three, uh, could you eat a three pound ribeye steak? I, w I would definitely try, bro. I really will. <laughs> <laughs> I would too, man. I, I can destroy some steak. But Oh, man. I, my stomach would hate me the next morning, but that that's okay. It would be be well worth it. Yeah, well, and it depends on, you know, is it that pre-cooked weight or cooked weight, too, so there's That's true. some variables in there. How do you take your steak? Medium rare. Yeah, all right, my man. Yeah. All right, number six, what does community mean to you? Uh, coming together, and uh, even though we all share a difference of opinions, uh, we're still here for each other and have a, a good understanding and respect that. 
Nice. Do you uh, do you feel that you have a good community around you? Uh, overall, yeah. I mean, you're always going to have turds around you, right? But you know, that's that's our uh, we we uh, we allow that to affect us or not, in my opinion. So yeah, yeah. I think mathematically, you're always going to have a turd. Always going to be a turd in the punch bowl. Yep. At least in the morning too, right? So. Yeah. Oh. Don't get me started on the mornings. Uh, uh, number seven, what is one piece of marketing advice everybody should ignore? That you have to brand a certain way, in my opinion. I think that uh, it's good to learn and understand about marketing, but I think that you need to apply that to how it fits you as an individual, right? Right. Don't. Don't feel like you got to fit in a box with something just because, you know, that's what you're told. Well, and you see it all the time. You know, you see people that think, well, everybody that's successful is doing it this way. And, mm -hmm. you know, sure, it might work for them, but it might work for 10. And then number 11, it doesn't work for because number 11 isn't number nine. So. Right. I, I just kind of always approach things like you're given a framework on something and then you learn how to operate within that that frame in my in my opinion when you're you know trying to implement something you know for you so. yeah well it's you know you can you can be given the machine you know you can build the machine but you're you're the person that's got to breathe the soul into it yep you know? and a lot of people try to just get by with the machine and you can't i mean you can but it's a lot harder it's not gratifying no, opinion. no, because it's somebody else's, somebody else's right. creation. You know, when you put your own self into it, it's yours. Yep. Yeah. You're 100%. Totally yep. All right. Number eight. How many Facebook groups are you in? Uh, man, maybe you don't mind. Let me check real quick. I think like 10, maybe. That's Let's pretty see. good, man. That's pretty good. 12. I, I take that back. I apologize. 12. Yeah, well, I, I need you need to trim a couple of those probably. I need to trim several of mine too. There's, I'm in some trash groups, boy. <laughs> I am too. I just looked at like three of them. I'm like, I'm not even active in these anymore. Why am I still yeah. part of them? Yeah. I, I, and I don't even remember joining them or why I would join them. Mm -hmm. Probably to go in there and fuck with somebody. <laughs> not that That's I do that. No, no, not, no. not, not Uncle Jimbo. No, 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 no. no. All right, I number nine. What's that? How is Dan Henry doing? He's good. He's good. He's still Dan Henry. <laughs> I, I I decided to kind of give him a little bit of a break, but um, I don't know. He's he's still saying stupid shit and and honestly lying straight through his teeth. That whole water bottle thing. I don't know if you've seen that. His <laughs> new water bottle trope about when he was so broke that he had to go out and sell water bottles on the side of the interstate. Oh, okay. Like complete bullshit. That's such complete bullshit. But, see, man, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to get into Dan Henry people, again. Why do people right? do that stuff, man? Because they think people, well, because they know people won't follow it up and, and think critically about it. They just think, oh, that's, that's a good story. I'm going to buy their shit. It's, I don't know, man. It, it's marketing. It's marketing. He's lying, and it's just in the name of marketing. And I understand that, and whatever. But I like to bust his balls over it too, because oh, it's a beautiful thing to see, especially if you're full of shit. It's always good to call people out. 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I try not to be a white knight or try to rescue people or come to the rescue of an industry or anything, but I just, I get tired of looking at this shit and hearing this shit and, you know, the Cardones and the Henrys and the Brunsons and all the people with the books and the titles and all this shit. I'm just so tired of Card Cardone's the one who kills me too, man. You know, he, he does that too about having former drug addict basically homeless and all this you just you dig into a story and it's like dude you're just full of shit man just be you i mean people are already buying your products why do you have to create like this yeah top story you know yeah so you can sell cheaper products to cheaper people Mm -hmm. marketing race to the bottom so all right number nine who else should uncle jimbo interview oh well, you already did our favorite ginger. Yes, yes. I need to get him back and really bust his balls. I was too nice to him. Have you done Randall yet? Yes. Yes, I've got actually Randall. Yeah, I do. I've got Randall. He's in the can and scheduled for the end of this month. What about uh, Rebecca? Rebecca. Yeah, oh, no, no. Huh? She won't accept my friend request. Get out of here. True story. Are you too much man for her? Well, I mean, I am pretty nice, and I've got some sweet, sweet, sweet nipples. There's, sweet nipples. They're very sugary. They are. They yeah. are. Yeah. I don't even remember how that started, but it, that was quite possibly one of the best. I think. Who, no, it, it is. That's, uh, it was, um, oh, what's her, whoever runs the account, Amanda Nightfire's uh, Facebook page, when that you and were going back and forth trying to court her. <laughs> Yes, that was good. We needed to screen cap that. That would have actually made a pretty interesting little little series, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's kind of fun. I actually enjoy content like that. Like, you know, these kind of telling stories that are just completely fictitious, just all, but all over the place. And if you follow the bouncing ball, they're, you know, it's between you and I, we probably wrote three books worth of content to try to get in this fictitious account's pants. <laughs> that, and that's the that's the funniest thing to me. I mean, it's like this this is fake account that we're going back and forth on. I like you said, I enjoy that. Uh, I think that's how me, you, and Brandon all kind of came to together as friends on Facebook was, you know, constantly doing that. It's just I, I'm with you. I get a kick out of that and just yeah. kind of having a good time. It's good to break it up a little bit on social media for sure. Yeah, it is. I, I do enjoy that the kind of weird shit posting stuff. It is it is good. All right, the last question. What is something you just couldn't live without? Oh, that I couldn't live without. Phone would be easy, right? Mm, What I couldn't live without. I mean, you could say phone. Yeah, but I just kind of feel like that's, that's too easy. It's the first thing that came to mind, though, huh? That's pretty bad, actually, if you really think about it. I really couldn't. I don't I don't think I don't. Yeah, I, I really don't think I could live without my phone. I just, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can we can talk about family and kids and all that stuff. But, you know, when it really when the rubber hits the road. It, I, felt, it, I felt like that would have been the cheese dick answer to be like, I can't live without my family. Plus, I already brought them up. You know, they're. Yeah. I mean, that that's that would be kind of typical. But I, I don't think I could live without broadband. I really don't. 
I I love having internet access. Yeah. It's um I mean I'm sure I could, you know, and, and I will for a day or two at a time, but other than that, I gotta have my broadband. Gotta have that gigabit. Gotta be plugged in, man. You know, we're in a we're in a business where we gotta be in those kinds of situations. So you know, I, if I don't have a phone, I'd have to definitely dive in and get pretty creative on how I'm going to feed my family. Yep. <laughs> Through, yeah. You know. I mean, that's, that's just it. It's, that's how I make my living. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Cool. That was the, the 10 question gauntlet. I think you took more than five minutes, but that's okay. Um, this Sorry. is the part where you get to say whatever you want to say, drop value, drop links, um, tell a joke. Anything yeah. I mean, I uh, come, yeah, for sure. I, I don't, I'm, I'm a very, very poor joke teller. Sorry about that. Well, I don't know, man. You do pretty good online, at least. Yeah, I get I get shy and when I gotta be online though. And you gotta hear my voice now. Now I feel the pressure. I'm kind of like sweating pretty profusely. Yeah. That's, oh, why, okay. that's why I wore a black shirt for an interview. All right. Yeah. Now I now I really want to joke. <laughs> I don't. I don't have. I did hear a good uh, your mama joke the other day. Okay. Let's hear it. Uh, your, uh, your, your mama's so stupid that I seen her at the mailbox, uh, yelling into an envelope and I said, what are you doing? And, uh, she said, I'm sending a voicemail. Okay. That, that would have been pretty good, but it also borders on a dad joke. <laughs> so what's wrong it, with dad jokes, man? I, I don't know. And, and another thing, have you ever heard a racist dad joke? No, I haven't. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm, I've, I'm not sure that a racist dad joke exists. What about this, big dog? Oh, Jesus, Pete. <laughs> that's that's where Brandon Marshall gets all his content. <laughs> I believe it. Let's cool. uh, pick, pick a page real quick. I'll tell you one. 72. I wrote a uh, dieting book. I think okay. it will. I think it will appeal to a wide audience. Oh. Okay. I I think that's it. We really probably ought to wrap this up now. No, I got one more. Hang on. How did no, the hold hip- on. I gotta go get a hammer and beat my toes on the on the floor. Well, let's make sure you do it correctly after you hear this one. How did the uh, hipster burn her mouth? I don't know. She was drinking a latte before it was cool. Oh, come on, man. I was really expecting this to be a really good podcast interview, but you just completely fucked up everything we could have accomplished here. Thanks. I came, I saw, I wrecked. Cool. Where can people get in touch with you and send you big tons of money? Oh, uh, so you can follow me on Facebook at uh, Lance Gabbard, G-A-B-B-A-R-D. If you want to, if you actually want to get a good laugh, you can follow me on Instagram too, at Lance Vision. Uh, Those are the two outlets that I'm on. Uh, I appreciate you having me on, Jimbo. I am, uh, uh, I'm bottom class compared to the guests that you've had before me. So it's been an honor that uh, I invited myself on to be able to have this interview with you. Hey, I I love talking to people. Uh, uh, Decent people and, and good and happy people always are welcome, so. Appreciate you being on here and everybody go check out Lance uh, links in the show notes and I'll see you on the next one. All right, brother. Take care. Well, all right. We've reached the outro portion of Jimbo's five and dime. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you got something out of it. 
If you'd like to learn more, listen to more, find out more, visit unclejimbo.us. If you want to learn a little bit more about me and to buy my shit, visit jamespmgaffney.com. If you want to help out the podcast, be sure to review and upvote and share and all that good stuff. If not, that's fine. I love you anyway. And I will see you on the next one.